Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On My Ground, the podcast. I am your co-host, Melanie Mitchell. And I'm your other co-host, Rodney Boyd. And what's up, y'all? Um, happy March, first of all. Um, wow, new month. the first episode of March. It is, yes. Um, we can have, like, podcast communion this this um, this week. That'd be a cute thing, a podcast communion. I don't know what that would consist of. But anyway, um, yeah. Remember to live tweet. We have a doozy, so I'm trying to get this out first. Remember to live tweet uh, and leave a review. We didn't get any new reviews this week, but I still love y'all. Um, live tweet. If you listen to this podcast and you have a Twitter account, please live tweet. Even if it's one or two tweets, live tweet. Because I want to hear what y'all think. Like, I, I get excited every Tuesday to go on Twitter and click on the hashtag and see what people are saying. So do that. Um, Rodney, anything? Uh, no, I just want to jump into today's episode. Um, yeah. Okay, we, we get right to it. Okay, so we have a guest this week. And I'm going to just go ahead and put a disclaimer out. This is a, another adult episode. It's not going to be as raunchy per se, as the episode 69, The Freak Show, which was also hilarious. This is more of an educational episode, but it is going to be adult because this is on my grown, not on my childish, so we, you know, we're adults. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, guest, would you like to introduce sure. yourself? Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Samaya. I am the owner of a blog um, called Sexual Essentials, and pretty much I talk about sex. I talk about all of it, so it does get what you call the 69 raunchy it does get like that sometimes but most times it's just honest um and sex in all honesty you know should be nasty and you know all that good stuff but most importantly it should definitely be the way that you want it to be so um the purpose of my blog is to help people realize what it is that they want in the bedroom um realize what's going on in the bedroom so that they, they can take you know advantage of what it has to offer and do what our body is made for you know so yeah. Okay. Yes, and I guess is married with the adorable little baby boy. So you know we having <laughs> sex experts, but they are having sex in wedlock. You know, no fornication <laughs> experts over here um, for the safe folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> you okay? We, oh, Lord. the Lord shut it down already because she knew we was about. To... Okay, just let me. I'm are okay. you okay? The fornication expert got me. Okay, it got me. But okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Because you married, you in with you good. All right, green go. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, Rodney, you want to lead us into the topics? Um, well, my first question is, um, you know, what got you interested? You know, I guess what got you more invested and interested in sexuality and, and helping others? Um, to be very blunt about it, when my body did multiple orgasms, I was like, oh shit, everybody has to find out about this. Like, does everybody know that their body does this? Do they, do they know about this? Like, I felt like it should be on billboards, but, um, so I pretty much, um, (laughs) talk to people all the time. And what I found was that I could talk about sex without it feeling, you know, like sexual tension arise. I could just discuss it like it was anything, like it was a TV show. Um, and a lot of people I ended up started coming to me and just like asking questions because they were embarrassed, but they felt comfortable with me. Um, and I don't know, I guess over the last year, I was trying to figure out what was my purpose. Um, even though I love like my career, I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my purpose. And I was just looking for that. And so when I found, um, when I thought about it, I was like, what do I enjoy doing? It was definitely, you know, discussing sex with people and seeing what they had to say, you know, learning as much as I can, you know. So, all of that. Okay. That's amazing. You know, I think that's interesting, like, 
it's a lot of stuff I had to earn, unlearn about just sex growing up because, mm-hmm. you know, especially growing up in a Christian mm-hmm. household, sex is bad. Wait till mm-hmm. you go to hell, yeah. you know, and that's just something that that I've struggled with, like, you know, in adulthood, just because it's like, oh, I'm guilty. I'm thinking about sex and going to hell. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I did this. I did that. You know, just ha- trying to lift those guilty weights off my shoulders has been a struggle in its own and just talking about sex the you know the older i've gotten the better i've gotten at this whole thing just me five years ago me you know in high school it's like sex is gross <laughs> i'm never doing that i'm never doing and now just like i'm grown yeah you know um, so i love that kind of growth and just you know being aware definitely a of your taboo for us so I, I guess i was like in the middle so my parents definitely believe in getting it on like my parents are pretty young so they're the parents that if you don't walk out the room, they're going to keep going. Like they tongue kiss still, like they, they let you know that they, they well and able. But at the same time, my father is a deacon. So it was big on the talks weren't necessarily geared towards how to have sex or whenever you do start having sex. Um, it was just more so the Bible says don't do it. So, you know, I, I think it was harder for my mom to accept the fact that I was having sex than my dad. And I think just because my dad never tried to control my sexuality versus my mom who was more so don't do this. Cause she didn't want me to make, you know, the same mistakes, you know, that sometimes parents do, they want you to, mm. you know, go on a different road. But when I did tell her about the company, she actually is and was my still um, my biggest supporter because she was like, Oh, this is definitely needed. She'd be on there reading my stories and all that. And you know, she's, a, yeah, so. <laughs> she's just like, it's, it's real. She's like, what you're saying is real. And she's just like, when I read it, it sounds like you talking. Which, you know, talking to your mom can get pretty hilarious, so. Yeah, like, I talk to my mom about sex. We have a pretty, you know. Yeah, they don't. Open conversation. But I ain't, I'm never like, hey, girl, girl, let me tell you how oh. I rolled that thing. Like, I'm never. <laughs> Not with my mom. Oh, no. Like but yes. No, yeah. yeah, just surface level, like, hello, mother, I have sexual organs, and they, they work, work. And I they use work them well. every once in a while. Yeah, just very, yes. you it's know. Very dope. Very dope. So. Uh, okay, so I want to talk about some taboo stuff. I want to just jump out the gate with the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is about to get real. I'm just trying to... They're ready. They'll be ready. They'll see how really get. Go ahead. Okay, but this is just like an adult... This is an adult dialogue, really. That's really what this is. I really want to have a conversation. Just so people talk about it. Let's have a conversation. They radio if they're not in front of the person. Yeah, they listen to this with. Oh, yeah. Y'all are in company. This this. Yeah. Um... Same way we had the HBC versus PWI conversation. I think it's just a necessary conversation to have. So one topic that was on your, I saw on your um, blog and that is taboo is just is the topic of masturbation mm. and especially the stigma with women doing it. So what are your thoughts on that? So I think that everyone should masturbate. I am a big fan of masturbation um, and not just men. I think that women need to masturbate. So my biggest thing on masturbation is that you can't really tell somebody what to do or what you do or don't like if you don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easier to find that out by yourself. Um, if you're not comfortable with being naked by yourself, then how are you going to be comfortable when you get around somebody else? And I just don't think that we should form those kind of dependencies where we're only comfortable sexually around somebody else. You should be sexually comfortable when you're alone. So, um, and I know a couple of reasons that I tell people to masturbate, even if it's you're single or you're married, is because one, there are so many nerves. So there are 8,000 nerves in the clit, right? Um, 
8,000. The clitoris for those. Yes. The cli- oh, I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. Let's be formal here. <laughs> the clitoris. There are 8,000 nerves <laughs> in there. Yes. Okay. There are 8,000 nerves in there. So if you have sex a certain way, or you guys say you guys have sex two different ways, you got your two go-tos, right? Where you know you can get the big O. That's two types of orgasms, right? Or at least two different feelings. Mm-hmm. But a lot of girls, they get their first vibrator and they're like, whoa. That felt amazing because they never were able to get that feeling during sex. So I think that one of the reasons it's a big taboo is because people think that, oh, her vibrator is better than me. That's not the case. Sometimes it's the fact that I have to find what's going on before I can tell you about it, you know? So I don't Mm -hmm. think that people should get offended. I think a lot of that is definitely pride and a mix of embarrassment, you know? So I think men... Thinking that they're less than because... Yeah, like, like, okay, her hand is, is better than me or... You know, she always running off to her bullet, a vibrator, you know, jackrabbit. That's fine. But at the, end of, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think that men or your partner or whoever, they should be encouraging you to, to explore what your body has to offer. And then it also opens the door for them to join, you know, join in, you know. So um, yeah. you asked more about I will say as a woman who is, who is familiar with, you know, her body, mm-hmm. um. I will say that it's a completely different. Yeah, I was talking to my homegirl about this a couple of weeks ago. Like it's a whole nother ball game. Yes, like it opens a whole nother door. Like, a, like the the self the self evaluation is like a it's like a Pluto. You go to Pluto. Yeah, the and, you know when you with someone else, it's like you know you on like Jupiter, which isn't bad. It's just a whole nother. Yeah, you know, it's, it's Pluto not even a planet. Want to be technical? So it's like it's it's different. It's levels to it. Which I definitely like. It's pressing. It's pressing different buttons. You know, we. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like I prefer one. Prefer <laughs> one of the other. Like I can't. You know, you need both. Kiss myself in the neck or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. need that healthy yeah, balance. You, you know, I can't. I can't cuddle my hand at night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My my hand can't pick me up and make me a cheese omelet. And more than that, like a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, I know at least for men, it's it's about release sometimes. Like, okay, I can't have sex at this moment, but I do need to release because orgasms are healthy. They help limit stress and, you know, release those positive endorphins in our body. So you can eat chocolate with no shame, but you don't want to masturbate because of shame. So that's what I think people sometimes need to stop thinking about it as sex. It's your body. Like if you stop breathing, you would be upset. So don't stop, you know, having orgasms. It's the same thing. Um, and I honestly, I think that embarrassment is a really big part of it because when you, you have your, you know, goodie drawer or whatever, you know, you want to call it and somebody opens it and you didn't want them to, like, you feel a rush of shame, like, oh, you're, you're doing this, you know? Um, and I, I don't know about y'all, but have y'all ever had somebody walk in while you was masturbating, knock on the door? <laughs> I'm, Bruh. Maybe it's just because I live in the child Damn. now. But look here. I cannot Man. confirm or deny, but I will say <laughs> it literally just happened the other day. I'll say that. And it was the funniest. Look at that's some awkward. It is. Shit, it is. Man. Like that's some awkward stuff. Um, excuse my language, sorry, people. But that's very awkward. Like it'll make you not want to do it. And it's like, okay, do I gotta bolt the door whenever I wanna like have some alone time? Like how do you you know, how do you do that? So I, I understand. You literally have like super Spider-Man hearing and strength when you're doing something. Yeah. You can't concentrate on where you need to get to if you're trying to have spidey hearing. Um, so I highly suggest like people 
use a word, you know, that makes you feel comfortable. If it's alone time, if it's, hey, I got to go get one off, whatever, whatever words make you feel comfortable with whoever is in the house. I I guess I'm speaking partner wise here. Let them know, hey, I'm going to have some alone time. Give me like 30 minutes and I'll be back. I'm going to lock the door. That should be enough. If they're not picking up what you're putting down on the first time, you're going to have to. It's been a long time, I'm in here handling business. Hey, look here. When your body capable of multiple orgasms, I suggest Jesus. every woman just see what can happen in 30 minutes. Please do not limit yourselves, ladies. Please do not. Your body is capable of multiple orgasms. And just do people understand like what multiple orgasms really is? Maybe define that for the uh, listeners just in case. Okay. So multiple orgasms, there's like this, um, there's a, a cycle that your body goes through when you're going to climax, right? Well, there's well, like four or five pieces in that cycle. But for women, after you have your first orgasm, you don't have to start over from the beginning. You start like in the middle. So it only takes one or two minutes to get your next one as long as you continue. Now, I know it's sensitive, you know, after you get your first one, so you can like let up on pressure, or you can stop for a little bit. But as long as you don't come all the way down, you can start over and do it again much quicker versus, you know, like men, you usually, you know, lose your erection mm-hmm. and you have to start all the way back over all the foreplay, all, all the hard work gone. Right. So and, and men can have multiple orgasms, too. But that's just a whole nother thing. If y'all um, want to know about that later, we can get into that. But <laughs> do tell because I'm, I'm honestly like I've never heard of that. OK, so edging. Edging is like getting to the point where you feel your orgasm. Because you know your orgasm builds up in the body first before you actually see mm-hmm. it happen. Okay. When you feel like that, I always like related to a hill climbing type thing. When you feel you going up that, you know, that mountain, stop. Like give yourself a second. Y'all know how y'all do when y'all messing with a woman and you know you don't want to come too fast. So you pull out, right? <laughs> it's the same thing, but you do it with your... Who told you our tricks? <laughs> We not slow, man. Y'all be pulling the same trick. So, you know. I'm trying to distract you about it. Uh-huh. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Uh-huh. I'm not stupid. Uh-huh. It got good. Just give me my compliment. Call it a day. So, um, you know, that that's how you do it. And you do it over and over again. And so when you do that, when you do have that orgasm, that's why if you, I don't know if you ever heard a man say, like, I believe I just met it twice. Like, you know, it's just much harder for them to do it. And it doesn't come nearly as natural. Um, you won't get blue balls, so don't worry. I'm not trying to send nobody in pain. I'm not trying to give nobody no pain. I'm just, just try it. Like even with women, a lot of women have not experienced multiple orgasms. They have maybe felt different types. Um, but I'm talking about having an orgasm and then doing it again. And the best way to learn that literally is masturbation. Um, and with masturbation, we got, I got tips for y'all too. I hope y'all are having the best orgasm section sessions, you know, ever with yourself and in sex, you know? Throw a toy in there when you masturbate. We like yoni eggs, Benoit balls. You know, you can put them in while you masturbate and it'll make the orgasm much stronger. And you can do that during sex as well. Um, but it gives your body something. Like a long trip to the, Girl, to the store. That's a long trip. I, was, I went to a kickback oh, this past weekend okay. and there was a drive through sex store. Oh, when well, you got to get in and get out, huh? Well, like, how urgent. Well, is your see. trip to the store that you can't even you get <laughs> it's probably for embarrassment. Some people are really embarrassed, and that's honestly why on the website I offered the sex store because what I learned was that people are embarrassed to get out of the car and go inside the sex store. I mean, that's real. you know, and so, um, you know, shameless plug. If y'all are looking for anything, you can definitely go on the website under shop and look for some stuff. But yeah, I, I highly suggest um, 
throwing something in there. Like even with the guys, like if you're having sex with a woman, gift her with some Benoit balls and y'all use them, put them inside of her while y'all have sex. And she going, she going to climb up the wall, man. It's, you know, got to be open to more. So I had a, I had a question for you. Um, What did you learn um, from masturbating that you were able to translate into, you know, having sex with your partner? Multiple orgasms, multiple of them. And I knew exactly when I was close. Like sometimes um, I would, when I masturbated, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's definitely the spot. But I feel like a lot of times we have sex and we're like, oh, yeah, that's my spot. That ain't your damn spot. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> you, you don't even know. <laughs> and so masturbating, I was definitely dead on with directions, you know, because a lot of times men okay. are being like, oh, don't, men will hear women say, oh, don't stop, I'm close. And then they never come. And it's like, you, mm. you said you was close. Like, what? Now I'm sweating. Yeah, now I'm sweating. We got to change these sheets. So, um, I definitely learned how to bring what happened in masturbation in all literal meaning to the bedroom, you know, with my man. And it's, it's better, you know, cause I'm, I'm more sure. Mm-hmm. And if it's not working, I can literally say, Oh, let's, let's switch positions, you know? So. Okay. Um, yeah. I feel like it's just woman. We have to go through so much. Like we have to learn oh, all this geometry yes, and a lot. physics and mm-hmm. stuff to know how to get off. We and learned then about- just, Stick, 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 boom. <laughs> all right, well, you hungry? Like, what? We learned about all these parallelograms and stuff I ain't never used, but they surely teach you this in anatomy, okay? It's just, it's just crazy. And then I feel like guys, I mean, regular, I, if I want to get Twittery, it's cishet guys, like, cis-head. you know, they're always... I'm you know them. You know them? Oh, cis, basically... How do I even explain this? Cisgender heterosexual men. Gotcha. Yeah, cisgender heterosexual. So oh, non-natural gotcha. born men who are heterosexual. Gotcha. Um, you know, especially black cishet men. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, the ways to heighten the orgasm, they not with it. So I, know, yeah. I know it's some like butt play and goochiness and balls and all kinds yeah, of anything stuff. more than that. And if you touch any of those, you are, you know, liable to get punched in the throat. Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah. <laughs> regular um. cut and dry. I, I penetrate. Yeah, I I did an interview with the, um, a woman, and she um, I, mean, I haven't posted it yet in case y'all looking for it, but she was just talking about how she actually does the whole anal eating, you know, whatever. And she said that a lot of dudes will put on this front, but she said not one of them have stopped her, and all of them liked it. Like, and she said they had the one of the biggest orgasms they ever had, and that's just because you know the male G spot is in their ass. Like, there's. They didn't pick it. They didn't say, mm, where can I put this? Mm, that's a good hiding spot. You know, it's not necessarily their choice, but I get why they're, you know, on the edge. You know, it's it's a taboo around yeah, that as well. get real jumpy when you, you know. Hey, chill out. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would get real jumpy. I would get real jumpy. You don't give consent. I would say consent. I'm saying, like, you can't just, hey, I'm going to reach over and, like, you know, mess with something that you ain't, and, and not get consent. It's like, well, hold on now. Yeah, there's definitely a way to do it. But of course, you know, I wouldn't suggest just, you know, opening somebody up and saying, oh, I'm going to go for it. No, you definitely get some vibes. If they clinching up, don't go for it. I don't want to see nobody go to the hospital with a black eye because <laughs> you tried to eat some ass. People, you're thinking they'll get stuck in there. It's just a big mess. Oh man, oh, no, that's a visual. Y'all look at the eye. What happened to her eye? She uh, she ran into the door. <laughs> Repeatedly, <laughs> what? The door between my eyes. Oh, <laughs> I just 
told her stop playing. Uh, okay. But, I think we are. But the last last thing okay. I think that uh, masturbation uh what myself taught me was um how not to fake an orgasm. You know, so Okay. Well that's perfect segue into yeah. the next question. So when it comes to fake orgasm, I mean, I had a really hilarious sex talk about homegirls the other week, and we talked about this too because I was just like, I've never felt the need to make it. If I'm sitting here, look, I'm gonna just be like, okay, well, that was cool. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and just play with you because then you gonna think that was okay and continue to do it. Um. So when it comes to, so have you ever faked orgasm? So what I realized was that. It wasn't intentional faking, but what I realized is that when I first started having sex, that I wasn't having orgasms. Like, it don't don't get me wrong, it did feel good, so I'm not like trying to downplay anybody. But masturbating taught me, like, okay, this is definitely orgasm because when you have one, you don't have to ask yourself, oh, have I ever had an orgasm before? You know, you you know that you have, you know. So um, when you know that, you don't have to you know, guess or like lead them on. And I'm not saying I'm like, oh yeah, I, I got there. Thanks. That was great. But when they, when they get certain bodily reactions from you and then they're like, oh yeah, you came, huh? And you don't really clarify. That's still faking an orgasm, you know, in a sense. It's not, it's not as wild as how other people would do it where they know dang on well, they was nowhere near close. But I think when you're not sure, especially when you're a beginner and sometimes even when you're, you know, even seasoned, you really don't know if you have one if you've never had one. That's and very so true. My, you know, my tip to ladies and men, which I don't think you guys have to guess, but with ladies, um, if you're not sure if you had an orgasm, sugar, you have not had an orgasm. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it's like some small tremors and then there's the earthquake. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to explain if you've never like had one but like I said I used the mountain thing like I feel like I'm walking up a mountain and then boom I just I fell off and it's a whole release like a big release and there's there's a lot of tightening you know of the vagina so man if she's telling you that she coming in her vagina ain't tightening she lying but no I definitely I mean, like, um because I, I did a lot of self-reflection before I took that step into um penetration i guess and that's really smart that's that's so that's if i could have did it over i i think that i should have definitely went that route (laughs) (laughs) because a lot of women become sexual before they even engage in sex and i don't think that Mm -hmm. there's anything wrong with that um i'm not looking it up on any religious standpoint i just as a person and as a sexual being just because someone is sexual don't mean they have to engage in intercourse you can still be sexually satisfied by yourself now, i ain't gonna say in this long last and you ain't gonna never want nothing else but you know self self-play before you get started with anything is is awesome yeah um I, I do think so as well i mean it's always have those struggles we just meet anything sexually related but just like the whole spiritual and spirits and what you letting in and you know demons yeah. so it's a lot yeah. of that so just growing up so churchy sometimes sometimes i'm real yeah, that's always something I, I struggle with, but um, yeah. So I, I, wait, wait, have, has anybody ever faked the orgasm with you, like Rodney? Like, it is, you probably wouldn't. Um, so, so I've I've only had sex uh, within my relationships. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a level of honesty that comes with a uh, yeah, that didn't do it. You know, yeah. you know. So yeah. I agree. I agree. It's 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 nice when you can definitely talk with somebody. 
Sometimes you just gotta say it's, it's a lazy doodle night, you know. And, and, I, and, uh, and be back later. Anyone get confused? Like you can have good sex and not have an orgasm, especially like for women. Like it can still be good. It can still. That's good. really hard for men to comprehend. Yeah, it's definitely a pride thing. They wear it right on their shoulders. Like if they don't see the fruits of their labor, they like ah, oh, she ain't she ain't right. Something wrong with her. No, like it doesn't always work that way. But that's masturbation comes back in like if you masturbate you can include your partner so if you don't get off that way and he see you didn't get off there is nothing sexier than a guy taking control and saying okay I, I could tell she did not finish and I know exactly what her vibrator is I'm gonna I'm a grab it and you know and there's gonna be some nipple play and oh. I'm gonna do this with the, you know it's just it's finishing a job like it's that's just thorough okay there is nothing sexier than thoroughness no, they definitely don't. Well, some men don't care. As long as they got theirs, they got theirs. And, and those are the type of people you need to stay far away yes, from anyway. Be careful. So. If, they, if they don't want to be thorough, then don't mess with them. Right, they're like, well, too bad. Got mine. You know, those are the people that you need to block. Yeah. Uh, immediately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I've grown, it's like, oh, you know, when I first got in the game, it's like, oh, sex is fun. Okay, this is cool. And then, you know, as I got older and, you know, got in like relationship or whatever, and it got like that same level of honesty that Rodney was talking about. I'm like, oh, so this is sex. Like, this is, oh, this is what the songs are about. Okay, cool. This is about people losing their jobs and cutting people. Cool. This is it. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. So, it's it's definitely like growth and it's like the maturation that happens with it as well. Like, as you learn more about your body. And honestly, yeah, mature sex is definitely when you don't have to worry about you getting yours. You're going to have sex with a person that's going to already do that for you. So, Mature sex is you having their back and them having yours. So you don't have to be selfish mm-hmm. at all. So you have to think about yourself and, oh, man, I wonder if I'm going to come before we're done. You're not having mature sex and you're probably not doing it with the right partner. Or it's just a bad night. You know, just a bad night. I'm going to give everybody day. They want bad night. But, you know. Everybody has you know, a bad game or so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, everybody got the uh... <laughs> Rodney, so have you ever faked it before? Um, I haven't. And honestly, but you know something? No, I mean, I, no, I'm just thinking like none of my guys. I get, I guess, some of my guys have been like, you know what? It, it, I don't, but I don't, I don't think women take necessarily as much pride as in making a man come. So like, we haven't really felt the need to fake it. It's just kind of like, I'm out. You know, like I'm out of energy. I'm spent. I'm, I'm you know. Yeah, cool. that that's that is a pride herder. I know for me at least, like if it's not often, but if there's too much liquor involved, if it's just a super late night, you do get around. You get to a couple times where there may not be any finale for them, and you're like, oh, dang, what yeah. just happened there? <laughs> yeah, especially on a on a work night. Man, I'm like, don't let you put your best move down and ain't nothing happen. <laughs> she must be crazy. She know what time it is right now. <laughs> Niggas be sleep tired. He's like, really, bro. So now you sitting there, it's like, so you're really not finna. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I always wondered about it's not faking orgasm, but I think it's just as bad. I always see it like on TV shows, Sex in the City, they talked about it. Falling asleep during sex. I've never done that, and I don't think I know anybody who has. No, but I, I just know. I would like to hear a story about it, just because it, it seems very. I just want to know how this happens. You actually fall asleep. You know That's pretty much. That is hilarious. I mean, I, I have. I mean, I know a lot of people. I will. I, mean, I will I, cry, including some like more like ain't ain't ish people, which is fine. You know, I like to keep my people around me diverse. 
but they said they had like in separate groups of uh, friends i've said they have faked it and just like spit on a girl's back nice <laughs> and pretended to have oh it. oh he and pretended to come in and i was just like he acted that all the way yeah there's some disrespect involved there yeah that's <laughs> I don't know the spit, you know, technique, but there was just saliva uh, and not tears. So, oh, yikes. He, he followed that all the way through. Yeah, that's sad. Wow. But, you know, some people, hey, that's how they, I guess, get to it. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. I, uh, Rodney, go ahead. I'd be so pissed if somebody put spit on my leg. <laughs> Did you just spit on me? Did you spit? spit on me? <laughs> Look, I heard Don't you. Have cotton mouth. Don't have cotton mouth. Nothing come out. Uh, Gross. Uh, kind of keeping with this line of uh, bizarre things to do during sex. What are? I mean, what are? Do you have any any stories you can you can share with us? Um, I'll start. Nothing crazy. Um, family Guy was on in the background, and um, I laughed at a joke during sex. And the young lady was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you weren't really all the way engaged. I, you know, it's, as a male, you know, it's like you 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 have to kind of sometimes take your mind elsewhere to to you know give the mm-hmm. best performance. Mm-hmm. Family Guy was on, and uh, it was a great punchline. I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> So it saved you from being a minute man, but also you laughed at a joke. I yeah, know. she turned the TV off. I was blown. I was like, "Dang!" Oh, <laughs> she was mad. She was mad. Like, did you just laugh? I was like, "Yeah." Oh. <laughs> I don't. I think I would be mad too. It was funny. If, if it's not somebody I'm comfortable with, I would be a little. No, this was like, a young lady I was like dating at the time, so she was still insulted. But it was. I was like, "Oh, damn! Come on, son." <laughs> That's something to laugh about later. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm goofy, so I'm gonna laugh. Like if I'm looking up and then you're making a funny face, I'm gonna laugh. Like it's like, bro, look at your face. <laughs> what? It's oh, good. That like, hurt my feelings. Yeah, like you know what you're getting into. Um, I'm trying to think. You know the whole like queefing. The first time that happened, I was like, kill me. <laughs> it was so yeah. embarrassing. There are a couple weird stories. So I'm going to do two sections of this. So I'm going to do weird stuff that happened to me. And then I'll share just some of the, I don't know if the right word is fetishes, but some things that people are into um, since I've like started the blog and the interviews and stuff like that. So um, I do this segment called Mr. Pussy. Um, Sorry, there's just no word equivalent. That is what it's called um, on, the, <laughs> on the blog. So you can go under, uh, go to the website, go to blog, go to interviews. And um, there's a part one, two, and three. And then there's a four coming. Um, and basically, I was referred to this man. And he has a thing about oral sex. And he specifically, he de- definitely has a type. It's African-American women. Um, he just, he loves black women. He thinks they're amazing. Uh, it's a Caucasian guy. Um, and his answers to some of the questions that I asked him were just so in detail. I've gotten calls. I've gotten texts. I've gotten DMs like, girl, I sat up, I poured me a glass of wine and I read these and 
had me some, you know, alone time. <laughs> I'm talking about people are masturbating to these interviews. Like they're very intense. Like it just, I think that all men need to read it. Like he eats these women for like five hours. Mm-hmm. It's, yes, five hours. That's a sport. That's like an Olympic sport. You probably eat crabs without using the cracker. Just strong job. He must have like a, a, a neck support yes, thing. Like- <laughs> 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 he he's they from his answer. Like he gives details about what he does. He also gives tips to the men. Dang, I think that's in part two or part three. I can't remember. Go read both of them. Yeah. So, um. But like he like he puts out ads on Craigslist and they and he says, you know, I'm interested in, you know, African-American queens and I just I'm into oral sex. That's my thing. Now, mind you, Craigslist has like sections for this. So this is nothing new. I didn't know this. But yeah, like Craigslist has sections and people, if they're looking for a threesome, they may put out an ad with their partner on here. And, you know, I guess they, they got new ones now, like Tinder. and You can do the same thing. But yeah, so he puts out these ads for women. They come to him, like women who've never had orgasms before will come to him and he'll give them like their first orgasm or um, he helps teach them about like their body. Like he's literally like, you can come again and you can have a harder orgasm. So he will sit there and eat them and eat them. And then he said like, when they think they can't handle anymore, they have like this earth shattering orgasm they never had. And all from oral sex. Like he said, he he stays completely dressed. I don't want to give away too much. I got to go read it, but. It's very interesting. Just, just curious. Did he say how he learned all this? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then on another weird tip with myself, I have two stories. So, <laughs> um, I farted during sex before. I feel like I have too. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you could pass it. <laughs> but you know, most times you can try to pass. Yeah, I might both know, like, hey, they didn't come out of this hold. I know I didn't feel nothing, so you could try to pass it off as like, you know, a pussy fart. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, if it got the smell, it's just like, you know what? Let's just pick. Let's let's grab a shower. Let's grab a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at let's let's grab a shower. So um, be like that. I was in a. <laughs> I was in a, a actual like real relationship more than a year. Um, with this guy and I had used the bathroom earlier and I guess we end up having sex like later that day. And mm. when he went down, there was tissue there. And <laughs> I died. I died. Like I literally caved and died. And literally, literally we sat there laughing so hard. We laughed so hard. I, I believe I ended up like getting in the shower and we still end up having sex. Like, cause the laugh was like from this healthy place. Y'all I had never laughed so hard. I was so embarrassed, but I, I, I do think that um, I, I was lucky because it could have happened right, to somebody that you end up, you know, not even messing with like that. You know, like this was after months. That's why I, like like I got so like you're comfortable with whoever you're with because it's like moments like that. Because if it was somebody you just yeah. hunching or it's like a slider and be like, ugh, and then you won't get a call back. Oh yeah. Oh, then you got the bad dick report on your on your report card and oh yeah. Like almost too good. At least you know I wiped. How about that? Let's pull a positive out of this. At least you know I. But yeah. So now, like now, when I tell you I stay in the bathroom, checking and double checking and because you never know, you never know. You never know, and that's my lesson to women. Please take your time in the bathroom. Ain't no rush. Just get it off. Oh man. Okay, I think that 
it's a thread on Twitter right now. Uh, this lady asks, like, what, when did somebody push your like freak lemon? What did they do? And I just, if y'all follow me on Twitter, I've been retweeting them because it's funny, and I clearly have not lived at all. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> just crazy stuff from P to some guy. I was like, this girl's got boyfriend cheated on her and wanted me to go have sex like on his stuff, but it turns out he was a war hero and we was having sex <gasps> in his wheelchair. Like, stuff crazy. Like, this girl wanted me to oh hunt her and her mom at the same time. Like, stories. Just. Yeah, I think that's. I think yeah, that's so go that's, check that's that out. Right because. Um, girl, you done retweeted so much. I'm over here trying to find it. Girl, the Oscars is on. So now I got to. It should be right there. Oh, no. It's, it was just. It's recent. Okay. It was just me a couple minutes. Maybe I'm acting blind. But, um, yeah, I've I've been with someone who tested my you know, I guess I don't know what you call it, freak level or whatever. I, I did see sex differently. Um, he was very dominating, not like Dom sub Fifty Shades of Grey, because I know that's what everybody, you know, relates it to. But he was very controlling. And it I don't know, I guess that's a. I would say that the foreplay was definitely on point. Um, and so I was always almost already there without. You know, like without much else, because I mentally I was there, and so like men have that upper hand. You know, if you can get the foreplay right, honestly, the dick just gonna be extra. She can be like, oh, it comes with dick too, like you know. So oh, yeah, <laughs> and I think that foreplay is extremely important. Like it's very, very, very important. important. And honestly, no matter. Yeah, go ahead, girl. Honestly, people don't do it. Like everybody will hype up their sex life and say, "Oh yeah, it was good, it was good." But if it's in the beginning, first of all, I'm not even listening to you because you barely need foreplay in the beginning because the energy is just so strong. But mm-hmm. when you see couples that's together for years, just know that is a lot of effort and work. You know, they are still finding ways mm-hmm. to have foreplay. They're creating different things outside of the bedroom to keep that going. Like being in a marriage now, I. I definitely see sex totally differently um, because it takes a lot of work to, to keep it going and make it actually still good, you know? No, seriously. Uh, especially for like the more well-endowed men, you know, foreplay oh, yeah. is very, very important because just because it is Big. wet does not mean it's <laughs> no. So, mm-hmm. you know, you could hurt somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You, seriously. You so I need to make sure she thoroughly ready and, prepared internally externally all of that because y'all gonna put somebody in the hospital one day and y'all, y'all gotta for place important yeah you don't that, get, you don't get um, a good dick report if you put it in the hospital just want to let y'all know because she you know now she got a, a concussion below the belt and she can't even <laughs> walk a concussed coochie <laughs> concussed coochie that is yes honestly that needs to be like a little testimonial We'll have some victims come out. I mean, Tiffany had to talk about it on the bus yeah. about how somebody put it in the hospital. Like, that, oh that was nice. Yes, there is such a thing as too big. So let's not, you I'm know, get. But even aside from the well endowed, just. It just, it's needed. Nobody, but honestly, a lot of women, women, a lot of men will complain that, okay, uh, she never want to have sex. She don't ever want to do it. It's because you're not fulfilling her. And it doesn't mean that the sex is bad. It's just sometimes people need more. Like, a guy can have sex with a girl who has like good, I don't know what you want me to say, pussy, vagina, whatever. I can go with either one you want. Um, but they'll have sex with her and it's good like in the beginning, but no matter what, it'll still get boring. I'm not saying that it will be bad, but it's just like, okay, 
are you going to meet me halfway? Are we going to do something else? Like the energy levels are not up. You know, there's no, there's no starfish. lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I use that word starfish. So, um, and a starfish don't even mean like you just don't ride. It means more than that. Like if you're not kissing on him and touching on him and looking like you actually want to have sex, you know, that, that don't get the, the, the mood going, you know, people need more than that. Yeah. And people are really just lazy with foreplay. And I'm not telling anybody <laughs> that stuff every time because ain't nobody got the time. We grown. But you definitely can, you know, even within a 15 minute orgasm, like I know y'all remember like when you first had sex with a person or whatever, and it was just like so hot, like you really wanted it. So I think that emotions when they're properly placed can all be used correctly. So people, a lot of people will say, oh, you don't want to lust. You don't want to lust. Look here, I want to lust for my man, okay? Not all the time. I don't want a relationship built off of it. But sometimes I look at my husband, I'm like, man, with your chocolate yourself, come on. Like, I, I, have a, I still have a lust for him. And I think that people, like, sexually, there should be something there. Mm-hmm. Or at least a desire to fulfill if you don't like the word lust. Like, there should be desire in you to make that person you know, have an orgasm. And if you don't have that, it's going to show. And it doesn't have to be filthy either. No, right? it definitely does not. Like, people call it, what, <laughs> vanilla sex? That <laughs> vanilla sex can be good. I saw a meme today um, in this group I'm in, and they were like, um, everybody's shaming vanilla sex, but I'm sorry that it's <laughs> good without me having to put her in a bear trap and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. <laughs> and I was like, that's real. Like, you can have regular good sex. Like, most times when we you have sex with a person for the first time, it's not that exciting, but it's really good. And it's mm-hmm. all based off energy. Like, you know, yeah, usually you don't really do too much experiments in the very first time you have sex with somebody. Unless you're Christian. You know, you right. want to test their limits, but it's still really good. So we just, you know, it's... <laughs> we got paperwork right. at okay. sex, so you already knew, you know, what was going on with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, what's this whole paperwork. Right, literally. Oh, so define vanilla sex for those who don't know what it is. Um, so vanilla sex, they, they, I guess they took it from the Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's like basically regular in the bed, laying down, bend over, missionary style, some kissing, some rubbing, put it in, get yours, go to sleep sex. But um, then you have like people that experiment. So this can go, this list can get long. Um, people will focus on like fetishes or... Um, nipple play, like literally just nipple play. Y'all know you can orgasm just for nipple play alone. Um, yes, yeah, it's it's nothing new. Yes, it's it's a good thing. So um, you got that. You got people exhibitionists. They'll watch people um, have sex. You got people that like being watched have sex. Like basically, if you're willing to experiment in in any area, then they don't consider that vanilla. And you know, vanilla is just old school. Get it in sex. You know, so yeah, and I was thinking, I was like, dang, am I, am I vanilla? Can I little vanilla bean over here? Am I just a little look here? And there's nothing wrong with vanilla. We all love, you know, some vanilla ice cream. You know, I, I think of myself like, uh, if I'm a vanilla sex person, I, I'm like the superhero ice cream. Like it's vanilla, but it's like different colors in it. Y'all ever had the ice cream? Y'all never had superhero? What? I'm a Superman. The Superman ice cream. Y'all never had the vanilla ice cream when I was little, but it had food coloring oh. in it. Mm-hmm. And it was like mm-hmm. blue You're and deceiving. red. I mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Y'all trying to suck. Not deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I like cookies. I like cookies. How you vanilla is my thing. But you, you got appearance of not vanilla. She, so she said she French vanilla. 
She French vanilla. How about that? She's no, y'all have got to see. Okay, y'all Google it. It's called Superman ice cream, or superhero ice cream. It's vanilla ice cream, but it has like food coloring in it. So it's like it's still vanilla, but like so, kind of fire. So people get you. They 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 think that it's uh it's colorful. Nah. They like it. Okay. Just it. All right, it's still good. Yeah. All right, go ahead, twi- twist it, girl. Twist it, whatever way. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I got some sherbet. Man, Ooh, my my face clean in these streets. All right. Look, I'm not bashing anybody. Look here. I think that people would prefer good sex over non-enthusiastic sex any day. Okay, because don't nobody want nobody that's like just acting like you're doing them a favor when they get you some. Don't nobody want to feel like that. So, I mean, but just because you upside down on your forehead and you putting it in your ear don't mean it's good. Don't mean it good. No, it don't. It don't mean it's good at all. Like you could have laid on your back like you've been doing, put them legs straight up, and you could have been fine. But no, you want to be extra. Now you got a knot of your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your forehead? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't ask no question. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Vanilla sex is not. People will put a bad spin on it, but most people are having vanilla sex. Even people that do the excuse me the um the adventurous stuff on the day-to-day they're not doing that adventurous stuff they're going to work like but what they're saying <laughs> is like that stuff does bring up a arousal point for them you know like porn and different stuff like every time somebody has sex they're not watching porn every time they masturbate they're not watching porn well not not me but you know like everything doesn't happen every time just for you to get that title most people on the day-to-day are having quote-unquote vanilla sex so you know and most of these dudes, all they're offering is vanilla sex, so they can hype it up all they want, but most of them are offering vanilla sex. Yeah. Who got who got money for toys? We got school. We got debts. <laughs> you can go to Spencer's. If you leave H&M, go to Spencer's. Look here, like I said, I suggest y'all invest in the Benoit Boss for your girl. You will like it. She could put them in her mouth when she's sucking you. I mean, and then, you know, you can always go to Cheap Route. You could do the old, um, you know, fruit roll-up trick. Everybody know the fruit roll-up trick? Okay, heard about that. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit. Do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> all that. But the fruit roll-up one tastes better because I do not like grapefruit. See, my thing um, is, I'm going to have to wait till I get Grapefruit saw a surge in the uh, market after Girl Strip. It was. <laughs> Yeah, but there was already a lady. There was a lady that had did a video before that, and I thought that's why they put it. Yeah, in that's what they, Yeah, uh, that video was like because, high school. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's when you saw yeah. it. Um, yeah, I, don't think I saw it. You got this. You know, shame my game. watched it. It was a like world star. Uh, I think I saw it in like college. But honestly, our our mindset about toys is so crazy because I feel like when I was like eighteen. Not to make myself sound all like fresh and nothing, but when I was like 18, I was like, Oh, I ain't gonna need no toys. I'm the hot stuff out here. Like, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I'm 25 going on 26. I'm like, Hey, where the toys at? Like, we gotta do something different. Like, this is, we gotta do something more. And I think that people need to stop being afraid and just look here. A woman will be amazed if you can make her feel a different type of orgasm than Mm -hmm. what she's already been feeling. So, like, the way that I put it um, in one of my articles was that okay, you may get like orgasm A and B from your guy. And then you get like this vibrator and then you feel like this orgasm C. And you're like, oh, okay, I've experienced every type because there are different types of orgasms, mind you. So um, you may get a clitoral um, orgasm by yourself, but a vaginal one with him or like even an anal one with him, whatever. But there are still different types of clitoral feelings. There's different types of vaginal orgasms. They're different. Like if you get a, 
an orgasm from somebody doing just nibble play, I assure you it probably feel different than you just using your toy. So it's like I said, it's 8,000 nerves there. Like those are unlimited resources. Okay. So if you're having boring, thank you. Okay. Like each one, if you nerve 453 stand up, let's go ahead and get you in the game. Like, you know, if you haven't, yes, like if you haven't boring sex, it's because you're, you forgot like what you're trying to do, you know, what you're trying to figure out there. It's, it's literally a puzzle. Um, and I think that you, we need to be engaging with people that are full-fledged into figuring out how to put our puzzle together, you know, and not be ashamed to ask for that. Like the the Mr. Pussy guy, he he talks about, you know, there's nothing more um, sexy to him than meeting a woman who is very sure about what she needs sexually, you know? Like, don't let nobody get over on you and give you some half-dick game. Like, no, like, get get yours and teach him something. Men need to also be open to learning, like, Okay, if she says, "Hey, you want to try this?" or she may that may be her polite way of saying, "Look, this you need to try this." You know, like uh take my suggestion. So if somebody suggests something to you, like when somebody asks you, "Oh, you want some gum?" <laughs> say yes. They probably ask me huh? is your breath state. Don't make them have to say your breath state. Like and you know, some men might be so prideful that it's like I mean, I've been hundred south 12 years old. I know what I'm doing like, no you have like, No you don't know what you're doing, sir. Like First of all, you were you were uh, molested because your baby said hundred two. You was twelve. You didn't get help. And yeah. no, you don't know what you're doing because you're doing that same 2011 stroke. And man, the, that that rabbit that rabbit stroke that's that's done, y'all. Please know that that's that's over. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to go to work with a crook in their neck. Okay, we are all professionals now. It's it's a new time. <laughs> man, I got time to you know use PTO for that. So, how would you suggest? Um, having that discussion with your partner, like, hey, you know, these are the things I'm, I feel like I'm missing or, you know, like that we're missing in the bedroom? That's a great question. Um, I'll first say make sure you know where your end game is going. Like, don't don't bring up to somebody, hey, I'm not satisfied sexually, but you don't know exactly what you're looking for because now they just lost and you lost and now you just left them feeling bad. Like, don't break anybody down without building them back up, right? So... Right. You want to maybe start the conversation either maybe, like I said, with some suggestions and see how that goes. Like, you don't necessarily have to tell them, oh, this sucks. We need to do something else. You can say, hey, babe, I really want to try this. Or, you know what? This kind of turned me on. You think we can try this? Whatever, whatever. And if that goes well, you may, y'all may get away from what y'all had been doing that wasn't working without even having to tell them, I don't like that. But you also can say, you know, I don't care for that. But also watch it. Don't tell people stuff while they're naked. That's a very vulnerable time and you're bound to get some defensive <laughs> defensive remarks. You don't want to hit nobody below the belt while they butt ass naked, okay? Like, that's just not cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're going to yell at everybody. Right. You know, I'm still sorry. You can wait. I'm still in you and you, all right, cool. Now, if it's just something that you, that is hilarious. something that you don't like at that moment, definitely say something, but just be mindful. You don't want to start just critiquing people's dick game while they butt naked and inside of you. Um, so um, the suggestion thing, I think, would be my first one. Um, second thing, well, I can not scratch that. First one is knowing what you want to happen. Um, two, the suggestions. And three, being honest, because sometimes people don't know what they want to happen. But you could say, um, you know, I'm not really sure I'm looking for, but I really want to see what more my body has to offer. Do you want to explore this with me? Would you, you know, whatever. Um, I know some people feel bad about, 
masturbating, like in their relationship. So a, a simple way to get around that is just asking, hey, do you masturbate? If they say no, you know which direction you need to take the conversation. And if they say, yeah, be like, oh, me too. You know, you watch porn? Oh, I like her too. Like, it doesn't have to be bad. Take the positive side of everything. Um, and if you just think that they need a whole new sex game, just be like, look, babe, I want to show you something. This feels really good when you do this. Can you do that right now? Like, you know, and that could get really kinky really fast. Okay, because if, if you show somebody exactly how to do something, they do it right, and your body start reacting, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, what else you got to show me? You know? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't want to be too prideful. Ain't nobody got A plus, best, you know, whatever. We can all learn something more. But being open to learning is what really makes good sex. Being open to change uh, and not shaming anybody. Do not shame anybody for what they like because they can't help it. It's a bodily reaction. They can't help it. Um, so if if That's real he's they, shaming, yeah, you know if he like big booties, he like big booties. If he like a pinky toe in his mouth, he like a pinky toe in his mouth. You know, he can't hey, look here, don't knock it till you try it. As long as them toes clean, as long as they clean, you know. But that's a, I mean, when you get with somebody that's very sexually comfortable and y'all are having clean and safe sex, the roads are really endless. Like you get in the shower and somebody start kissing you literally from head to toe. And I'm talking about toes. You'd be surprised what you find down there. Because spots are real. Like, you can have orgasms from different parts of your body being, you know, touched and, and prodded. But if you don't explore it, you really won't know. So don't be approved. So you're saying I can have an orgasm between my big toe and my second toe? Yeah. And try the second and the third one, too. You never know. You never know. I'm, I'm, hello. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because this is my, my toe week. So I might get my toes done. <laughs> Somebody's sucking your toe. <laughs> I got a toast sandwich for you. Uh, hold on. But yes, definitely being open. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, people change. We change, y'all. We think about it. You, you're not the same person that you were five years ago. And when you get with these people, um, getting relationships, getting marriages, you're not the same person that you were originally when y'all first start talking. So you may be into something that you weren't in before. So you have to explain that to people like, hey, I'm starting to get into this. This kind of started turning me on. Like, let them know that you changed um, and things are changing within you. Don't just expect them to pick it up. If you don't talk, they will not know. So, you know, you're a different person in every other aspect of your life. That means sexually you probably changed too. Yeah, and then you can't use the same formula. We talked about this. I want to say in the in episode 69 about the, you know, we had the titty, titty, lick, lick joke or whatever. But just saying like you cannot use the same you know, foreplay or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you knew Gerard really like when, you know, if you gave him head or you kissed him on his neck, boom, 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 but now you with uh, Shavante and Shavante like, bro, stop touching me right there. I want to be trying to make up <laughs> names. I know so many people is like, girl, you said my name on my head, like, nah. So, I don't know nobody named Shavante yeah. or Gerard. So, I don't you know what <laughs> You go to him and he's like, nah, that's not my thing. Like, hey, you don't like XYZ? Like, what's wrong, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so, you really have to learn each one, even if it's a slider. I think that's why the first time awkward. I think that's why yeah. the first time is so awkward because you pretty much just use what you knew before to try to get it to work out and you just hoping <laughs> that it did. You can't, you can't do the same thing to me that you did to Tasha because it's probably not going to work the same way with me because I'll be like, what are you doing? Like, maybe Tasha had bigger yeah. breasts so she liked when you, you know, did X, Y, Z but I can't do that with my breasts so we're not going to be doing that. So it's just different. Maybe my booty bigger than her so now you got to do men, yeah. men and women definitely Men and women definitely have to be observant, you know, observant to what, what their body is doing. Their body will respond before their mouth will. 
Like if something is going to happen, like, cause you can't stop your body from having an orgasm. Like if you have one, you're going to have one. So just pay attention. We need to put our head in the game. I mean, look, have sex with the lights on if yeah. you need to, to see what's going on. Whatever you got to do to make it work, man. Um, okay. We can, you know, kind of do the wind down and switch the gears. So to be, to give it, you know, even more substance, cause this has been very, I think more educational than, mm-hmm. you know, inappropriate. Um, so you are married. So tell us about your marriage and how things, you know, transition from being single to engaged. To, I mean, single boyfriend, girlfriend, engaged marriage. So like how that has changed. Um, so we got married pretty fast. Um, me and my husband have been together for five years. We've been married for four of those. Um, and um, he's nine years older than me. It's I don't know. I guess that's my thing. I like older men. I don't. Um, you know, sometimes women, you know, mature faster than men. So I guess it just was bound to be that I um, attracted somebody older. Um, but um, I know dating, it was sexually wise, it was just very hot, you know, because it was new. Um, and also mm-hmm. our first part of our, like, of just us getting to know each other, I was in another country. So we weren't dating yet, but just us talking, getting to know each other, I feel really is what propelled our relationship forward so fast because we weren't getting physical for six months, you know, um, because I was, I literally couldn't, we were relying on old school, you know, FaceTime and, and talking and texting um, to communicate. And so it was just really feeding that sapiosexual, you know, side of me, just like, okay, this is so attractive, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so then we got married, um, time went on. Um, time hit us and it was just like, okay, wow, things are changing. Like, I really feel like I've been with you for a while now. Like, I know you. So I feel like we had one of those revolutions where we're like, hey, what you want to try? You know, you want to try this and you want to try that. And, you know, um, you're just really at that comfortable stage and you realize that you're comfortable. So you're like, okay, well, hey, what what fantasies do you got? You know, what fantasies you got? Um, And then um, we had our child, my beautiful son. And, um, I was very scared because I'm a very, I've always been a very sexual conscious person and I did not want to lose my sex life in exchange mm-hmm. for being a mom, you know? Um, and so I think being very aware of that beforehand, I think really helped me because I, I always made sure that I made time for us to, um, you know, have sex and pregnancy sex is the bomb. Just to let y'all know. Um, and afterwards it's, 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 afterwards it's pretty darn good too, because I mean, a lot of people be scared that, oh, you're going to be loose in a goose. If you do your Kegels with your yoni egg, you will be tighter than before. Like, it's, it's fine, really. No, no need to be scared there. But, um, yeah, I just, just don't go backwards on learning each other just because y'all, you know, are going forward in life. Continue to be honest. And when things turn you on, tell them. There's a, there's a time and a place. And just be honest. And like I said, don't shame anybody. You'd be surprised. Something that they like might be something that you like. And knowing what their thing is, like that's that's a, a form of foreplay. You know, if I know, I don't know, he likes this, I may be able to do that in public and nobody else knows, you know, like what I'm talking about. You know, stuff like that. It's- I think that's great. Like, I'm I'm excited to have that guilt-free marriage. <laughs> I don't have to worry about none of the stuff I'd be worried about now, but I think that's great. And um, that's something I was worried about, just like how would that transition be? Because, I, you know, I watch a lot of TV and I take in a lot of like content about, just you know, mothers and adjusting to their relearning their their own bodies after having a baby because like it's like being in a whole new body and just learning that and it you is. know <laughs> feeling beautiful towards their husband or their husband finding them beautiful. It's like that whole 
shebang. So that's something that I always thought about. It's, it's definitely um, a different journey. And just like having a, a very transparent moment here after um, I had the baby, my body didn't react the same. And I thought I was broken. I was like, damn, well, there goes the end of wet mm-hmm. sex. Right. Um, but I really feel that masturbation is what brought me back to life. And I know that's crazy. Like, okay, so she's giving props to masturbation for <laughs> saving her vagina. <laughs> but it's, it's true. I mean, it's almost like an exercise, you know, like, you know, it is, it is an exercise. And so that's the thing. You haven't had sex for around six weeks, if not more, like if you had complications, it may be longer than that. Um, but masturbating it, it helps your body speed up. So it's like, a, you know, muscle memory. So you masturbate and yeah, you may get wet, but maybe you got wet and it's just way up in there still, but you masturbate more and more and having those multiple orgasms will not only make it come quicker next time, but you'll get wetter and wetter. Like if you've ever masturbated before you even had sex, that's some really great sex. Like you're going to be the wettest ever because you've already, you know, done it. Um, but yeah, I, I I was very discouraged because I like I said, I'm a very sexual person. I mean, I'm making a another, you know, like career out of it. So to find out like, okay, it's not the same as I left it, you know, I'm very upset. Um just be consistent, be persistent with your sex life and be honest. So like that first time that we had sex after we had the baby, we had some glasses of wine and we was ready to have some laughs, you know, because it was just like, okay, we know it's gonna be different. We had talked about it before. And little my surprise, it wasn't as bad because we weren't like expecting perfect sex. You know, we had already gotten comfortable. We had been waiting for it for hell six weeks, you know. Um, and like I said, the glass of wine never hurts. Um, and, you know, he understood. I, I told him what was going on. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm scared. It's not going to be the mm-hmm. same. So communication is very important. Just no matter what you go through, communicate it because our marriage by far is not perfect, but I will say we've communicated through the different parts and understanding where that person is coming from, whether it's sexually or um, anything intellectually, it, it will get you much farther. Noted, man. This is great. Um, that's something I always wanted to know about. Cause I mean, every woman's experience is different and this is a conversation that I wouldn't have with my mom. My mom don't want to tell me nothing anyway. Like it's always a brick wall I hit with her. So I think I'm getting to it. It's like, so my how was that? Nope. <laughs> so, I mean, that sex drive will go down. I mean, the sex drive does go down. I will say that I was masturbating out of habit. Like, I'm not trying to get you out too much, but I, I masturbate almost every day. Um, look, I be trying to keep the goods intact, okay? Like, I'm just trying to do that. Um, so, like, I... It's like, look, we are out here, and at this point, <laughs> we... Ending game. Ending game. <laughs> I'm just laughing at how you said not to give us too much. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Say not to give too much and then give all the goods away. <laughs> oh, this is where we share too much. Oh, my <laughs> Not to pride. <laughs> well, I mean, being honest, like, if, if people are wondering what it's like after a baby, your, your sex drive is going to drop. It, it is. So sometimes you have to do things even when you may not initially feel like it, you know? And I'm not saying like, just give it up anyway. No, what I'm saying is say, you know what? We need to have some alone time, not you and yourself, but you and your partner. And then when y'all do, he should pick up and say, okay, I'm gonna make sure the foreplay is awesome. So by the time I'm done, she does want to do it. You know, y'all have to meet halfway. So sometimes the foreplay needs to be better after the baby 
because her hormones are really not going to be on fire. They'll get there. If you get them there, you have to just cut her light switch on. You know, before the light switch was always on. It's sometimes a little different. And it just takes a couple of months to balance out. Um, and after it does, it's, I think it's better than before, to be honest. But um, still that time away. And don't feel bad about it. Like, find somebody you trust to watch your child and um, and get it in. Man. Don't be don't get in. in a relationship. And it's your man. Do what you got to do. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else. I think we touched on just about everything. Um, I think, or everything, period. This is great. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. Ron, any other questions that you had? Education-wise? Um, nothing I, I would think that uh, would add to this conversation. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing yes. uh, all you did with our listeners. Hilarious um, education. I shouldn't take notes, honestly, but now I know who to ask when I have oh, questions. So much but I think what we all got from this was ladies, exercise your coonchies. Um, yeah. but personal time, like, <laughs> make sure you guys are, I guess, hitting the LA fitness of your labia, um, labia fitness, or whatever. Because it's it's kind of on us. Like, we have to learn how. You know, if you want to complain about sex or whatever, you need to learn your own bodies. So you can't be mad at a man if you don't know yourself. So what, what? I'm sorry. I was saying, and take some initiative. Don't be scared. I I gave um. I had this little focus group of ladies um, and um, I would like to say I got a lot of good reviews from them um, that I offered them something. And I was just like, you know, don't be scared to be that sexy woman that you are because he still thinks that you are sexy. You just have to believe it, you know? And um, some of them were just like, you know, I haven't had sex in a while. This is this. And so I gave them all a homework assignment. I was like, well, when the baby isn't around, some of them didn't even have babies, you know, whatever. But I was like, just go in there and get your man head. I don't care where he is. Just go in there and give him some head. And then go back to doing whatever he's doing. Go back to finish folding clothes, cooking dinner, whatever. Like, I mean, <laughs> you just got to do it. Sometimes you got to jump. Sometimes you can't do a homework assignment to say, okay, well, I'm going to do it this way. And do it. Sometimes you just got to jump out there, man. And you'd be surprised the fire is still there. It just needs a little less planning, a little less schedules, a little bit, little less life. What it needs is just a spontaneous moment to change the situation. So just go on in there. Give your man some head, dome him up real good, and go back doing what you're doing. And I promise you, the rest will work itself out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can out. One thing I wanted to say is, um, I know I'm not the only one with the you know religious guilt and shame that come with having sex, period, or being sexual, any kind of sex related anything. You know, you feel like you're going straight to hell immediately and all that kind of stuff. And I find myself uh, following mm-hmm. the Heather Lindsay's and the Megan Goods and Devon Franklins to try to you know give me some. Hey, Mel, don't be trash today. Reminders, but then it'd be too late because I'm already on I-20. So it's like, well, I'm going now. So I'm already here. Heather, dang, sorry. But, <laughs> um, and, you know, and I, I tried to talk to my mom about that. She, she told me to stop feeling and I'm beating myself up about it. So, you know, if Sharon said it, who am I to argue with her? She kind of, you know. It's, it's possible to do both. It's possible to be both, though. Yeah. Uh, just... I mean, just to Mel's point, you know, it's like a you, I, you know, as as someone you know grew up Christian, like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think you should, you know, you should feel shame, you know, disappointed, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But shame is something like, you know, the I feel like I've always been taught like the enemy uses, and, and you know, God will love you back to him. Now, if you're doing wrong, you know, and you, you know, that's mm-hmm. on you. Not saying it's wrong, but. I, yeah, it's like a when you shame. It's like a that, that's a heavy right. word. Um, I guess it's just 
I can't change what religion says. You know, I, I do believe yeah. in all of those things. And I believe, yeah, you should wait. But I, I also believe that you should explain to people why they should wait. That the emotional baggage of starting to have sex is very, very heavy. You know, explain that to people. And also understanding that, okay, you make a choice. But just because you make a choice to sin or whatever where you use or have sex before marriage don't mean that it should be bad. Like, if you're going to do it, do it mm-hmm. right. I mean, set it up, y'all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I got and I, and I ate swine and shrimp today. But it's all equal to having sex. So it's just like, it's, it's hard. It is, I, I look, I'm not trying to validate. <laughs> it's like, if I cuss you know, twice, I'm not trying to validate. It. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. just saying, if you're going to do it, yeah. just. At least do it right. Don't be sinning bad. If you don't do wrong, bad, do wrong right. You worth it then. You over here accounting for sin. <laughs> Mel over here like, if I don't lie today, I can have sex this weekend. <laughs> I'm doing right. <laughs> and mind you, you don't it really be like that. And I feel so bad. Like, I have friends who are like on this celibacy journey, like wrote books on celibacy, literally. And I'd be like, sis, I ain't there yet. Like, I just... I would hate for what to jolt me out of sex is like a, a STD or like a pregnancy scare or something crazy, but I'm just not there yet in my walk. And I just, it, but sometimes you got to look for the intimacy and not true. sex too, mm-hmm. because there's just some to be found. Like sometimes I think that we get desensitized with sex. Like we can, we're so readily able to get it. We're not even into yeah. foreplay no more. And so I think that, people find somebody that they can actually communicate. Like, I love this about sex and this, and they can, I don't know, cuddle about it at night. And it works for them. And also you can't just be celibate talking to somebody by yourself. Like they have to know your plans mm-hmm. and back you up. So I'm for either way. Like my side, I try not to touch on religion. And I've, I've talked about this in the podcast before that, you know, I'm putting info out there that you can use however you right. deem necessary because it works just fine for me in my marriage. But I'm not going to lie. I use these same things mm-hmm. when I wasn't married. You know, if I could go back and do it again, I, it probably wouldn't change. But some things would be different. You know, I'm not going to say that if I had to do it again, I wouldn't have sex before marriage. But I know there's a lot that I can learn. I hope there's a lot that people who haven't had sex can learn. Because like I said, just because you're not having sex doesn't mean you're not sexual. That's true, too. You know? You should still be able to talk about it. You should be. It's a conversation. It doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Us discussing sex. I mean, I know. I hope ain't nobody over there whacking off because we having this conversation. I mean, it's just us having a discussion. You know. <laughs> I know my voice is sexy, but dang, y'all, gee, like put your lotion away, man. But um, away. one thing I will say, I definitely got from you that it wasn't. It wasn't like you made the intentional point, but it was just how uh, communicate communicative sex like sex is and and you one thing to me what you really highlighted was like the joys of having sex with someone you know and you're comfortable with you know with with all the the dating apps uh, like you said we can sometimes get sex so readily you know it's a swipe you know you try you know in the Easter egg trying to fuck you know type of situation but when you're with someone who you have intimacy with and you know, communications with, you know, that can bring a, a very, uh, you know, fulfilling sexual experience from, from, you know, everything you shared with us. Yeah. And it's, it's a different type of orgasm as well. Like you, you feel it emotionally and that, that feels good. So sometimes I, I see why people do it, you know, because they, they want that feeling. They're tired of basicness. They want something, you know, amazing. And I just, I, I hope that whatever people want sexually, they can find it. You know, that's that's all I'm help. I, I hope to 
help people achieve whatever it is, whatever sexual life you want. I want to help empower people to get it because it's yours. It's your body. You decide exactly how you want it to to work and go, you know? So I definitely enjoyed myself. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Hilarious. We, I think we had a, a pretty well-balanced discussion. <laughs> um, I don't think my mother would be completely shamed of me from this. And that's, you know. That's all our goals, I think, not to shame my mother. An accomplishment. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's as much as I could ask for from the universe. Um, but it was great. I like that last little nugget. So I guess, you know. Right. Yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, the bonnet wisdom, the whole episode has been wisdom and, you know, just little nuggets dropped. So, yeah, thank you so much for oh, joining us. And, uh, make sure you guys check out her website. I don't even think, did we even talk about this? Like, the actual website? I'm going to put it in the background. Sexualessentials1.com. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, so that's all that, all that. Yeah, and all that link will be in the description uh, as well. Thank you. So, this is going to be live tomorrow and I'm going to continue it. But, yes. Thank you guys for listening and we'll catch y'all next week.